hell? What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Okay, what we're done. What the hell? Okay. You're done. You're certainly done. I'm number three everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the middle of Tom Month. No, it's not the middle, is it? Well, we're just after the middle. Okay, over the hump. You're now knee-deep in Tom's, and you're about to be exposed to our most controversial episode. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. But stay with us, because next week is Miscellaneous Tom's, so tweet and post with the hashtag Tom Month. That's hashtag Tom Month. Is that our first hashtag? I think so. To tell us which Tom you want to hear about the most. Get Sounds involved. like you're reading from a script. That's what I'm going to say. I am a bit, yeah. A bit like Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder. When he had his, uh, supposedly had his script in the in the car. His lines, his cue cards on the windscreen. He was reading them whilst mm-hmm. driving and had a little accident. He pissed himself. <laughs> Move on. I wish you had... The a- lawyers, look, the lawyers are going to be listening to this. We can't make any allegations whatsoever I wish you had a more full fact there yeah. uh, anyway post with the hashtag Tom month and tell us about the Toms you like most and the films that they're in and the stuff that you like about them yeah hi I'm Ian he's Ollie hi we're guys we're talking about Tom Cruise it's guys on film Tom Cruise podcast special you're cruising for a bruising <laughs> no that that was bad yeah. Just that's gone back way back down to a rhyme that didn't have any contextual <laughs> meaning <laughs> what happened there was I think I think <laughs> they know what's happened no, what, what, if what's... only you'd known in advance <laughs> what's, what's gone and happened there is uh, as you started saying that I realised that I needed to come up with something pretty quick <laughs> and I had I had nothing so that's the first thing that that fired into life in my head. Fired into firing, life. I was firing on all cylinders and that was the first thing that came out. Cruising five and bruising. Yeah. What would you have gone for? Uh, I probably should have went, uh, or what the hell? What the hell? Maybe. Yes, probably. That would have been, would have been What better. the hell? That one. What the hell? Anyway, so what's coming up on this episode life scores and that's it no uh, the first thing will be weekend with Tom part 3 this time with Tom Cruise what are we going to do for weekend with miscellaneous Toms who we're going to pick we do a Tom based dinner party and see which ones make it to the table <laughs> okay fine that sounds good um, I the... did just think of that oh, maybe you barbecue. were firing on all synapses and uh, the official synapses <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Yeah. That, what, do you just commend yourself on your <laughs> yeah. little joke? Yeah. So Look, doing... if I can slate myself, I can commend myself. If you can slate yourself, you hate yourself. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh... Maybe you should get on some antidepressants. Oh, no, wait. That's <laughs> probably against a variety of Tom's... Uh, values. Deeply held values. Yeah. Uh, so, weekend with Tom to begin with, which I feel like I've got a really shit weekend laid out when Tom comes... <laughs> Uh, I mean, you you went pretty generic for the last one, so I know, but I feel like it would have been a good weekend with Tom Hardy. Just beer, 
and yeah. a one burger. Beer, <laughs> beers, burgers, dogs, parks. Yeah. Whitechapel. Blanc Chapelle, London. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we're going to do life scores and then deep dive on Tom Cruise. Yeah. We're 4x deep cruising. Cruising five and bruising. Yeah. Should we, we start with our weekend? Deep dive. Cruise control. Guys on film. Yeah, but guys, we're talking about film. It's the guys on film podcast for real. You know what guys talk about film. It's the guys on film podcast for real. Fancy cracking on with this. Getting the show on the road. Sure. Uh, why don't you begin? Or should I? Because mine will be shit. And then you can follow up with something relatively decent. I like your optimism. Carry on. So, we're going to Scotland. <laughs> okay. Where in Scotland? Edinburgh. Okay. Because I want to show him some rain, man. All right, okay. Uh, but we're up in Scotland and um, we're having a wee wander around some of the sites. Calton Hill, it's a nice view of across the city. Why are you taking him there? Just because it's a nice view of across the city. Right. Do you think he'd be able to see over the wall or...? What Hadrian's wall? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it'd be lift him up. Uh, uh, we're going to the high, <coughs> one of the highest places. I just Edinburgh, got a nice, you know so you know when you see, see you know when you see like uh, well I mean obviously I've got children so I've done this myself they want to look over a wall you have to pick them up <laughs> <laughs> just the image of you holding Tom Cruise up for him to look over a wall to look oh yes I can see all of it ha ah. ha um, yeah holding his waist between like two only vaguely tightly clasped palms yeah um, yeah actually there are some big steps by the thing with pillars there and I don't know if we'll be able to get out of them but the things they're, they're like wall height steps that you have to kind of pull yourself up onto okay and if you're five foot seven like you are and he is yeah you're going to struggle yeah maybe we'll okay. take a, sh- a shoot down to Armstrong's vintage store to buy him some lifts first yeah okay uh, if he's not already got now I've marginalised the boozing here because you disagree with it well it's not it's not me who disagrees with it I just think it's your default option well he's he's also conscious of his body and his yeah. health okay he's conscious of his body because he's so small <laughs> <laughs> we can't just keep making I mean he's the same height as me yeah, but he's oh. a Hollywood action hero. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, he's setting himself up for failure there. So, I'd, on, on the way for a cocktail... Ah, right, I get you, yeah. Uh, we'd run by the Scientology Centre at the South Bridge to see what it's all about. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, he's not, he's not going to try and... He's not bothered. He's That's not, what he does. Yeah. That's just him. Why are you making a big deal out of it? I'm not, I'm just saying... He's I'm, not going to make a big deal out of it. But Is you're it? making a big deal out of it. Well, I'm just saying. Do you want to I stop interrupting? Yeah. Fuck's sake. Uh, no, but I, I visited there a lot when I was in uni, um, and I've been in Edinburgh quite a lot. And I would walk past that regularly, and there was like a bust of uh, what's his name, L. Ron Hubbard, right, inside the door, which was kind of a jar. L. Ron, Ron Howard. <laughs> A long hallway. Come on, that was good. And you could... <laughs> what, the Spanish director of Apollo 14? <laughs> Apollo 3. <laughs> El Ron Howardo. Apollo 3. So you're seeing the bust. So I've been seeing the bust down the hallway a couple of times and I'm like, oh, 
but it would be interesting just to get in there and see what's happening. So, similarly yeah. to Tom Hardy... Going in the Rectum Boys... The Rexton Boys... Rexton Boys Boxing Centre, yeah. Boxing Club. Boxing Club, yeah. Yeah, it's not really a centre. Centre is very Americanised. Okay. The Sports Direct Arena. (laughs) Yeah, so Uh, you're going in... So just like you've... you've, So basically, use his clout to get me in somewhere that I usually wouldn't go. And he's got significant clout. Significant clout. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So if he wasn't up for that, that's fine. We'll go for a cocktail. We'll go to Brass Monkey. He might might be up for it. There's a place in Edinburgh called Brass Monkey, which has just got an enormous couch in the back. uh, (laughs) I see where you're going with this, yeah. Sex? No, he likes jumping on couches. (laughs) I wasn't going there, because what they do in there is that on Saturday afternoons, the enormous couch is uh, augmented by... A pull down projector system and they play movies in the back of the pub. Okay. So everyone just lies on the couch and watches those. So we could have a cocktail and then maybe watch cocktail. Yeah. Sound okay. good? Yeah. Uh, so then I'm taking them out to Portobello Beach, mm-hmm. which is uh, but a small bus ride away from the centre. And uh, he'll be getting the local bus yeah. and or tram. Okay. Um, probably sign some autographs and stuff. But then we're out on you, You'll sign some autographs. Who else? <laughs> yeah, carry on. Uh, so we're on Portobello uh, Beach. It's nice. It's it's a sunnier day of the year. Yeah. Uh, we're having a walk along the beach and a bit of a chat. Let's see if we can dig deeper into mind cruise. Yeah. Cruise mind. Uh, but, PS de resistance. Maybe we'll have a nice cream suited. But that would be the follow-up to a wimpy. Right, okay. Because I believe that one of the last remaining wimpies in Scotland is on Portobello Beach. Okay. And that's if it's still open. Okay. Need to do the research. Uh, and then, just a short trip up to Fort William to hike Ben Nevis. Yeah. So, so I mean, <laughs> it is three hours away, but... Yeah. Uh, and it's also standard but timing. But in US, in US terms, that's a short... travelling for three hours is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd get in the car and we'd listen to Asia... Right. Or Toto. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Berlin. No. 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 <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. I'd, I'd do a double bill of Ultravox and, and Berlin. Yeah. But I'd do a double bill of Asia and Toto. Never mix the two. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like he'd be quite up for a hike up Ben Nevis. Yeah. Uh, okay. Scale the highest point in Britain. He's a physical guy. He likes climbing. He's yeah. Made that abundantly clear. Yeah. Um, and similarly to how I accused you of looking like a wrestler wasn't it yeah AJ Styles with your hair you look like uh, Tom Cruise of Mission Impossible 2 yeah yeah the Limp Biscuit one yeah and also I Disappear by Metallica which started off the whole Napster thing didn't it Probably, yeah. yeah but, but yeah, so that was when he was in his uh, climbing in a climbing phase, yeah. sort of phase and longer hair phase. Yeah. Anyway, that's my weekend. Wrap it up after Ben Nevis, I reckon. Maybe maybe a, a roast when we get back to the bottom. A roast, what? Just mercilessly taking the piss out of him. <laughs> when he's, he's knackered, he's physically exhausted, now you're going to mentally. I think of the two of us, battle. even though he's about 45, 50. Yeah. I. Would probably could? be the more knackered of the two. Yeah. But mentally, do you think you could bring him down a peg or two, or do you think he'd be able to bat it all off? Well, there's unlike <clears throat> unlike a TV interview where he's uh, obliged to remain in the same room. If somebody was just giving him loads of shit, he would just leave. 
Yeah. Wouldn't he? Yeah. But if somebody was pressing too hard, he'd just be like, no. I don't think he would get violent. No. I, I don't think he would either. I think, uh, and to be honest, I don't want to mercilessly berate him. Roast him. I just want to eat a roast dinner with him. Yeah. Pat him on the back, say, see you later, mate. That's been a nice weekend. And that, you know what? That does sound like a nice weekend. In, in fact, contrary to what I said last week about your Tom Hardy weekend, was that does sound quite well thought out. I think Tom would like it. Well, um, that's a first. I mean, just because it sort of vaguely complies with your life choices doesn't mean that's what makes a good weekend. But I still think it's pretty good, though. I mean, you know, it covers all the bases. Um, Certainly covers your bases. What is your weekend with Tom Cruise? Okay, so I feel like if he's staying at mine in Coventry... I wouldn't. Well, I'm going to want to wear him out. He's going to need to be... I only want so he's staying in your house and you're going to wear him out yeah <laughs> I'm going to need I'm, I'm only going to want him here the one night so he's he, I'm, I'm not the offer isn't open for the Friday so sorry why is that why do you only want him here for one night because I think he's going to be hard work I think he's going to be high energy high charisma a lot of laughing a lot of smiling I'm going to need to put a cover on my sofa um, for all the shoes that's going to be on it um, all the size the, three shoes all the jumping <laughs> up and down he can borrow Eric's shoes uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know so I think I think I'm going to have to I'm going to have to wear him out okay um, so we're going to if if it happens to uh, fall on a wolf or a weekend he can come and do that with me that's fine a bit action packed uh, but there is a new bouldering slash climbing centre opened in Coventry City Centre so we're so going to go so you're going to fake uh, wall Fake as opposed wall. to a real wall yeah so we're gonna he's gonna go and show me some of his his climbing moves in there he's okay. gonna show have me you, how he have moves. you got any climbing moves I've got one where I can't do it and I bottle out near the top and say what let me it? down let me down oh right okay so that's yeah. not a move that's just a thing that happens to you yeah so I get near the top of any climbing wall and then I look down and then I go ah I'm quite mm-hmm. high I don't like this. And you shit bricks. I'm scared. Let me down. Uh, and then. What does let you down mean? Do you not just jump and land at well, a crash? Well, uh, I guess if you're bouldering, then you're not attached to a rope, so you'll climb or jump back down. If you're on a rope, then let me back down. Be laying me back down, please. Is that Tom. not? Is that not the best part? Like jumping onto the crash mat. Is that not why you're there? Well, I think. What maybe are we talking about? Twenty foot, thirty foot, a hundred foot, probably as high as my ceiling maybe a little bit higher than my ceiling here. describe that for listeners five Tom Cruises <laughs> <laughs> it's not that tall how many of me is that less than two less than two okay and you're so, the same height as him so let's say let's say probably a bouldering room is going to be two of me two and a third high okay but with I'd, I'd say it's about 11 foot this ceiling maybe 10 okay so, but but we're doing that, and I'm going to make sure that he does a hell of a lot of physical activity to get him tired out, so that he's ready for bed at ten o'clock. Because um, I don't, I just don't want any any noise and just laughing and giggling and stuff. Which you I don't want anybody to be happy. <laughs> well, I just think I don't want not any noise. End. I don't want any giggling. I just don't think he's going to end right. Um, you know. So he likes cats. He's got he's got two dogs and a cat. So we're going to go down to the local dog and cat centre. Fucking hell! This is the same thing he did with Hardy. 
You said I'd know some local dogs. We'll get some dogs out. No, but we're going to go down there. And I think, because Tom, Tom Cruise is quite a generous person, right? So you're taking him to the dog in Cattery. To break his heart. To basically force him into charity. Yeah. You know he's got the money, and you're just going to guilt it out of him. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't like this weekend, and he'll see right through you. I won't. I'll, I'll you're an invisible character. Okay, uh, so he's gonna, so he's going to end up spending like ten grand on dogs and cats that he doesn't need or want, <laughs> um, and so finally we're gonna we're gonna have a quick run around DFS, jump on the sofas. Uh, I think he quite enjoy that, and then we're going to go to Coventry Airport because he's a keen flyer. He owns his own stunt plane and flies that around. Right. We're going to go on the. Um, he's just about reaching the same age as Harrison Ford. When, yeah. when he started having all the crashes. Yeah, well, we're gonna go. On, we're gonna go to Cov Airport, and we're gonna go on the Cov Airport. Hey, leave leave Cov Airport. Where does I Cov Airport know. fly to? What Spain? Just Spain. Probably. <laughs> Where in Spain? Spain. Spain, mate. Don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly uh, selected areas of Spain. No, so we're gonna go on the simulator and recreate the Sully landing. Okay. Uh, so we're going to see if he can, if he can fill the much bigger shoes of Tom Hanks. Yeah. If if Cruz can do a Hanks doing a Sully and actually la- first land it in the Hudson, can he do that? And can he can he land it at an airport as well? Can he do that? That's that's what I'm basically. That's my weekend. Okay. So I've heard actually about this um, VR. Thing. It's, so it's, well, it's, an, it's an airplane simulator, so you sit inside a, a simulated cockpit. Okay. So a bit like cocktail, it's a cockpit. How many times have you said cock in that uh, pronounced sort of way in the past five seconds? Two. A lot. Two. <laughs> cockpit, cocktail, cockpit. Okay, three. You, you, I mean, you're doing some live research here, which isn't great for... Okay, so Tom Hanks is a 10.5 in UK shoe size that's US 11 apparently right allegedly okay so what I'm interested in now is Tom Cruise I think he's the same as me seven and a half to eight okay well that would make sense I'm about the same height as Tom Hanks you're about the same height as Tom Cruise yeah what he's known to wear shoe size 12 US fake news that's fucking fake fake news there's no way yeah, that's bullshit. It is from a different website from the first one as well, actually. So. Go to celebrityfootsize.com. It says his shoe size is unknown. So since one of them says 12, which is absolutely implausible, um, I'm going to say that the shoe size unknown is because it's being intentionally... Um, held withheld, back. yeah. Withheld, sure. But I'm saying he's going to be like a eight, nine max... I I would think so, yeah. Sure. Um, great weekend. Yeah. But you think it's the same weekend. You think it's the sort of same weekend that I've been doing week in, week out. Yeah, agreed. It's all boring. Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of 10. Live score. Probably like a, a four. Ian, how's your life? It's uh, pretty good, actually. Oh, he's back in the room now. Yeah, so what I would say is that we've only had, uh, I don't know, less than 12 hours since the last time we did a podcast. Yeah, my life score's plummeted in that time. That's good. Mine's gone up. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, I was an 
a zesty eight. Um, now this is going out a week later. Yeah. Um, we are not a week apart from the last time that we thought about it. But here's what's going on. Uh, yesterday I turned up in Coventry and it was depressing. Yeah. We've gone from summer, summer, summer time in London to absolute buckets of rain. But now, however, nice. we've woke up this morning and uh, sunshine, etc. Yeah. And also, we were up before nine o'clock, getting busy. Yeah. So, can you clarify what you mean there? We were having intercourse, <laughs> <laughs> killing chickens. <laughs> That I thought that you were doing an impression of Pete doing the Eddie Murphy, but it sounded more like you were just hyperventilating. Can you do your chickens and I'll do the Eddie Murphy? So it'd be like three, two, one. There you go. Yeah. Now that will be used for a monster in a movie that we make. Yeah. Uh, so yeah we've been getting on with some work and things that we want to sort out which is is very satisfying Mm. Uh, now by the point that this podcast comes out the election results will be known yeah so in a way I'm tempted to take a point off just because I can pre-think the potential crushing I mean I was up until maybe 2.30 in the morning last night watching the question time and then you were up at 7.30ish. Yeah. Yeah. See, I hadn't had a good sleep all week. Yeah. And I, I You kinda, did have a good sleep last night. Yeah, I got to bed about one. Yep. And I woke up about half seven. Yeah. Uh, sorry, eight-ish. Yeah. Closer to eight. Yeah. After I heard you, some fucking alarm went off and you were like, shit, shit, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, which meant the first thing I said today was, lol. <laughs> um... Still not finished the void because it's only twelve hours later. Yeah. Uh, overall, I'm a nine Ollie because when this is going out, I'm in Miami, and I assume ah. I'm great. Uh, also, I this hope t- Sully is flying your plane so that you make it all right. What? Well, you know, you want move to... on. Uh, <laughs> also, this too of Garajink is good. Yeah, really it's very motivational and speedy. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't heard that, look up Metallica. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Metallica, I mean, they're a fairly unknown band from America. I have a feeling that they're on the brink of selling out, but yeah. uh, they've got some good stuff, so get on it while the yeah. hype's low. Newer stuff's a lot better. <laughs> uh, what's your life score? Um, well, as you were saying, it... thanks for the interruption. Um, so there, there has only been eight hours or so since the last just got a notification from Domino's so like last week's podcast where we were wanting to get pizza yeah all the indicators are suggesting we should get one now okay but you've had two sausage rolls I've had a cheese and onion pasty and then I've had granola and I've had a cookie uh, and a handful of blueberries I think we're fine it's not even 12 o'clock yet. I think we're okay um, so yeah uh, I've got post-it notes all over my wall because you've been um, sprint planning our podcast. Life. There's There's one on here that says, make site funny. Uh, I quite like that one. Um, there's there's all sorts. T-shirts. I don't think we're ever going to do that. Why? I want a T-shirt. I'll make my own. 
Okay, that's fine. Um, and we're, we're gonna email we're, to dedicated M9s and less of us. Yeah, so we're we're gonna be planning on getting some people involved and just pushing it a little bit to get some more interactions. Um, but hey, look, thanks for everybody that's listening so far. Um, what have you thought of Tom Month? I think it's been I think it's been pretty good. Uh, I'm sure it's given people lots of ideas for some very fun weekends, uh, especially from my descriptions. Anyway, um, define fun. Correct, you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're struggling there suggests the answer. All for him coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Mud, etc. Yeah, you're going to oh, kick yourself in mud. Kick myself in mud. Good for the Again, skin. just, you know. All, almost as good, scientifically, almost as good as spunk for the skin. Is it? Mud? I don't know. Is that what you tell all your mates? Yeah. Yeah, have this. Put it on your skin. It's mud. Yeah. Uh, it's mud. It's white mud. mud. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird white mud. Um, so, one bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um, I know. I I Facebook uh, updated this one. So, we when we go to the cinema with the kids, it's far too expensive to buy snacks. For when you say we, I don't come to the cinema with you with your kids. Oh, okay. Can we just housekeep your housekeeping? <laughs> okay. Uh, that's two x housekeeping. So. When I go to the cinema with my children, correct, it would be far too expensive, prohibitively expensive, um, to purchase snacks at the cinema. Okay. Uh, when you're looking at near on five pounds for a box of popcorn, um, you know, crisps are at a premium of about two pounds fifty. Bagged snacks are at least three pounds forty nine. So we do go. We do go and buy a couple of of treats from the local. Uh, convenience store the cooperative the co-op the co-op yeah so we do go and buy that so we sneak them in in the bag I wouldn't say sneak them I just take them in um, now I had purchased these which are dreamies for yeah. cats they're like a they're like cat crack yeah um, is that not catnip I've got catnip in the garden growing they like that um, but that's like cat crack so they go absolutely mental when that's around. They they love these little tasty little treaty snacks. And how does Tom Hardy respond to that? <laughs> <For mistake. laughs> um, so basically, I had all of the snacks out on the side. And so I had some Maltesers. Rosie had some Rolos. Eric had Munchies. So we all had our own little thing. And I was getting everything into the bag. And I accidentally put the Dreamies in my bag instead of the Maltesers. So uh, I ended up with with nothing crunchy uh, pockets with chicken and cheese yeah Jesus do you want one? no but did you have one? no I'm vegetarian now I couldn't eat it Ugh. so but that was really disappointing um, just reaching around in my bag reach around <laughs> yeah just reaching around in my bag knowing that all I had was these pockets of chicken and cheese um, bad it was, it was disappointing so uh, but yeah, but I mean, my life score hasn't hasn't gone up or down, so I'm You're still eight point five million. Eight point five. Wonderful. Did really they swallow an encyclopedia? I hope that information wasn't false. Okay, it's time to deep dive on Tom Cruise. Yeah. Want to go for it? Yeah. Sure. I'm well up for it. Go for it then. I mean, if we start, as the jingle been and now this is it. We're waiting at the dock. We've got waiting to dock. <laughs> We're waiting to dock. We've got the 
We've got the big steps out to get in the submersible. <laughs> We've got the um, the booster seat ready. <laughs> We've got the booster seat ready. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're getting in the party submersible. There's James Cameron. I don't think he's ever worked with Tom Cruise. No. And um, potentially never will. Yeah. Why? Too big a pair of personalities. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pair of something. Pair of fucking egos. Yeah. Uh, um, so but then, but then uh, he wouldn't believe in an ego because he doesn't uh, believe in psychology. Yeah. So. Psychiatry. Psychiatry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're in there. We we now we're just down into the depths and we're we're drilling down into Tom Cruise. Is already just there with us, having a shower with his butt out in the back. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the submersible is now a ten man submersible, uh, so we're fine. There's there's a make or break scenario where everyone has to contribute some form of opinion, and he just turns up with a towel on, saying, "I just want to say, I want sorry. somebody to say sorry." I would like for someone to say that they're sorry. Okay, so um, have you got any idea who was born? on the 3rd of July, 1962, in Syracuse, New York, USA. Well, it wasn't Katie Holmes. Correct. It was Tom Cruise. It was Thomas Cruise. Control. May Pother 4. May Pother. That's his, that's his full name. Right. The, the name May Pother is pronounced like May Bother, only with a P. That's true. It may bother you to know that it's not his real second name. <laughs> what is his real... No, well, it's his third name. It's his surname. Thomas Cruise may, may bother yeah. for... Yeah, I meant that Cruise wasn't his second name, I but sure. Seen, I hadn't seen the first three, to be honest with you. Sequel. Yeah, it's kind of like Mission Impossible. It's too many of them. Yeah. Has there ever been a good fourth instalment in a series? Rocky. That's true. Yeah, and that was very quick for you to say that. What else? What else has got a fourth film? Well, you've got... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was probably... No, was it? No, probably not. Uh, uh, got Friday the 13th, part four. I don't know what that was. Shite, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's rare for things to have a good... Hellraiser 4? No. No. I can't think of a good other fourth. Saw? No. Final no. Destination? No. no. Halloween? Probably not. Jason? Doubt it. Freddy? Maybe. Freddy, maybe. Uh, Fast and the Furious, certainly not. Oh yeah, I never saw four. What was the fourth Bond? <laughs> the fourth Bond? Yeah. Uh, the fourth Bond, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it would have been a Connery, so... A man looks for things. <laughs> In the latest episode of A Man Looks for Things on the Internet. I'll be looking for things on the internet. But look, I think when you said Rocky... Thunderball! Okay. Which is fine. It's not amazing in my opinion. I think when you said Rocky, we really should have stopped there. So, um, do you want to know Tom Cruise's trademarks? The things that he's, he's trademarked. He's, he's, he's officially got... He's written them down and he's sent them to himself in an envelope that's been... Before franked, anyone else had the chance. Yeah, franked by the Royal Mail of America. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he who who would be in your American monarchy if we had to start a lineage of American royalty today? Who who would be the leading family? Can Arnie be in it? 
It might be his only way to claim power in the US. Cause but I, he's I, not currently married to anyone. I just want to get married. <laughs> I just want you to say, marry me. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably just base it mostly around Arnold. I mean, I heard The Rock has got um, eyes on becoming politically active. Yeah, same. Well, he said that he would be uh, the vice president if uh, Tom Hanks was president. Now, now we're talking Hanks. That would be great. Hanks, Keanu, Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Steve Martin. No, The Rock. The Rock. I think. And Arnie. I think if you come on, let him in. I think let if me you... in. Who's <laughs> <laughs> um, there? Hand on the window. You can't tell if he's crying or if it's raining. If you're thinking of the uh, like, so you could just basically file down Mount Rushmore <laughs> yeah. and then turn it into another four heads. You'd yeah. be talking Bill Murray, Keanu, uh, Tom Hanks, and The Rock. You'd need Rushmore plastic on it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, that's that's who I'd get. Yeah, Murray, Reeves, Rock, Johnson. You mean? Uh, Johnson, and, and not London B. Hanks. Yeah. There we go. There's our new our new founding fathers. Yeah. I mean, they're all men. I mean, that's that's probably a bit. I mean, we could have could equal it out a little bit, couldn't we? Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Fine. Let's move on. Uh, so he often plays the romantic leading man with an edge. This is what it says here. What, what website is this? This is this is no. This is from IMDb. This is the trademarks. Okay. In the trademark section on IMDb, so this is okay, as official right. as it gets. This should pay as a hero's wage. This is as official about. as it gets, right? I don't know about that. Well, you it go is. To Tom who? Tom. Tom Hanks. Co. UK. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Com. <laughs> Tom. Co. UK. <laughs> forward slash cruise. <laughs> 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 I'm trying it now. It will come up as some weird <laughs> server error. <laughs> 505 page not found. Okay, uh, so he often plays romantic leading men with an edge. Would you agree? Um, I mean, what that we we just watched a trailer for Night and Day with Cameron Diaz. I don't uh, agree with that. Usually, his films are predominantly action with a little bit of romance thrown in I can't think of a romantic leading man story that he's got an edge then the edge is so well Top Gun I suppose I mean he's quite edgy rides a motorbike fast but the, with no but, helmet but the centre point of that story is his uh, fighter pilot career yeah he's not and too, he's an edgy bastard with that as well he's yeah, he's, but but he's not doing what he's meant to do he's not doing what he's told he's not playing he's not, by the rules he's got the rule book and he's chucked it out oh, I'm not with the written about that. So this is all pointless. I'm just saying the center point of that story is not Central. his romance. Sensual. It is. It's not. It's it's certainly a well, pivot, it's, it's certainly a pivot point. It's his romance with his co-pilot with Goose, Iceman. Goose, 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 Gooseman. Gooseman. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. But my point is, like that description is not a trademark. He's he's never more predominantly romantic than he is actually. Okay, fine. I get. I, I see what you're saying. Um, so often plays characters caught up in extraordinary circumstances. Agreed. In a way, I mean, War of the Worlds, fairly extraordinary circumstance. Would you say? Yeah, uh, and what I'd also say is there's a point here where um, his films drift from being detailed and his his roles are and they have depth 
to a lot of his films basically being Tom Cruise in a circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> War of the Worlds is one of the first, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Vanilla Sky is maybe one of those. Yeah. I think that's probably the first one, really. Um, then also, you just think of like uh, Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow. Those those are kind of similar. Circumstances. Edge of Tomorrow, but, I kind of liked, and Oblivion, I kind of liked, but it was just Tom Cruise in a circumstance. But surely you can say that about most actors in most films. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is always just Arnie in a circumstance. Yeah, I mean, no, what but, is your point here? Well, no, you're but, just describing films. I'm not. You are. What I'm saying is that Arnie was always just Arnie in a film because right. he never suggested that he had layers of more depth. Whereas you look at a performance like. Tom Cruise in Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. He has layers of depth and you believe that he's a character. Well, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> so what I'm saying is he's he's lightened up on trying and he's now just turning up as the gloss Tom Cruise. I I don't know, I still think he I know you don't know, so move on. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so um, frequently plays intelligent yet laid back and likeable characters sure so he don't play, try, I don't really tries know. to just play himself beaming smile and intense eye contact yeah do you agree? I agree that one's true bit too much um, boundless off stage energy <sighs> what about on stage? not so well I mean yeah, I guess kind he of sub, he's kind of subdued on stage maybe okay many of his films feature scenes of him running what yeah. do you reckon to his run? On a scale of Seagal to Snipes. <laughs> now, I mean, is it is it a good run? Would you would you be happy to have that run? He, yeah, so he's got a couple of runs. One of them is... It's a really exaggerated. Yeah, and he does this one where his head bobs quite hard. Yeah. Because he's really fucking he's going for it. He's got the hard it. bob. Yeah. yeah. But I think his stride length is what is probably... What's letting him down. Hurting him, yeah. So if we were to do the wolf run together, he'd, he'd probably need to larger strides, less head bob. He'd need to stand on those things that uh, that Blade Runner guy had. <laughs> Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, he like basically he should put his feet into shoes. I think that people know. I think people know who Oscar Pistorius is, unless you've managed to somehow forget his name. I forgot his name, so I just said that Blade Runner guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not Jared Leto. Jared. Jared Leto. Uh, no, I just forgot his name. Okay. Um, so he's known for doing... Don't call Jared Leto the fucking Blade Runner guy. If anything, that's Ryan Gosling. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Rutger Hauer. Yes. Yeah. The best thing about Blade Runner. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Known for doing many of his own stunts, even exceptionally dangerous ones. Yeah. I mean, Fine. that's getting boring. But Do sure. you think... What, that every film is just like... Hey, well, here's, here's a little snippet article on the edge of a newspaper. Hey, Tom Cruise does another crazy stunt. Hanging off the edge of a plane. Why do you have to? Don't just want to... I mean, if you, can do, if you can do it, then why not? Fine. But, you know, it's... it's um, what, what, do you think is, what do you think is his best stunt? Just turn it up every day. Oh, come on. What's his best stunt? <laughs> What's he, what's your, what do you think the best crew most like wow that's good that you did that wow <laughs> wow um, 
Okay, so let's have a think about the movies. What movies? I'll give you. I'll give you a few. So you've got, you've got Mission Impossible Two climbing sequence. Uh huh. You've got Mission Impossible One Five, maybe hanging off the edge of a plane. Yeah, so that that was quite good. Um, you've got another Mission Impossible climbing up the side of a maybe a Dubai skyscraper with suckers. Yeah, that's Ghost Protocol. I think. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. You've got that. Um, there's a lot in obviously. Um, Live, die, laugh, love, share, agree, repeat. Yeah. And he's doing that in a full suit as well. And he's actually wearing that suit and jumping around and diving about and doing... A full suit. A full suit. Tuxedo or pinstripe or... Birthday suit. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing a a full birthday suit. I don't really care about stunts. Can you just, just name one of them then? Fucking... Jumping off a trampoline, <laughs> grabbing the edge of a building. Yeah, grabbing. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's caught it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's the one thing. I think he's probably one of the most guilty parties when it comes to unrealistic catching ledges. Yeah, he like, always catches them hard. Like yeah. he, his whole body barrels into them. Like all of his bones would break on impact, but he manages to just cling on by his fingertips. Yeah. Well, he did some mad samurai shit in the last samurai. Yeah. So he's he's dyslexic supposedly, mm-hmm. um, and he caused a stir in the medical community when he claimed in an interview that Scientology cured him of his dyslexia. I don't think it's curable. Hmm. So that's like for science. This is probably fake news. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he married two actresses who played Batman's love interest. Can you name them? Um, yeah, so that would be Kate, Katie Holmes. From which film? Batman Begins. That's true. And that would be Nicole Kidman from Batman Forever. Nice. Alongside Val Kilmer. Well done. So, I mean, from that, I'd surmise that he wants to be Batman. Mm. Do you think he could play Batman? No, he's no. too small. Not even with today's advances in computer graphics just still think that I mean have you seen have you seen Lord of the Rings yeah but it's shit <laughs> no it's not <laughs> it's no it's shit. not they make people look tiny and they make you know other people look big like massive uh, so if do you, you think just... you could play Batman no I couldn't even play Robin <laughs> uh, okay fine I, I don't think um, he'd be a, he'd be a good Batman to be honest no. No. Do you think you could play a superhero? I mean, I I don't think you're a superhero person. I don't think you know much about superheroes. I only know about Batman, really. Yeah. Uh, the only comic books I'm interested in were Batman, um, a couple of Frank Miller things, so like some Batman stuff and Sin City, and maybe like. I could have seen like him in a- Sin City. A- actually. Alien and Predator seen, stuff. Yeah, I could have seen uh, Tom Cruise maybe in that. In Sin City. Battered up and prosthetized. Yeah, although he just doesn't seem to sit alongside like that uh, entourage of different people in Hollywood, like the Rodriguez's and the Tarantino's and stuff. Yeah. Maybe because he's hard to work with. He's got his own production company. Yeah. I wonder why that is. So, where are we going next? Where are you taking us next? I've just taken us through some uh, pretty interesting facts there. I'm going to go to some um, standard questions, right? But before I do, like I did in the Scottish episode, I want to just give you some factoids. And I have actually just accidentally closed the tab. Um, but I want to give you some crazy factoids about 
Scientology. Uh, here we go. Fact number one about Scientology. The founder of Scientology once told his wife he murdered their child. For banter. Hubbard is an extremely controversial figure, particularly for exhibiting paranoid and abusive tendencies which have found their way through the church's which the ch- uh, can you do you need your your reading cured by Scientology at all? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, apparently when his second wife threatened to leave him, he kidnapped their daughter. He then called his wife and claimed he'd butchered the. Girl. I've got your kids. He claimed he'd butchered the child. Wow. But then called back later and admitted that she was still alive. <laughs> I've made the children in the bacon. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, from your baba. I mean, what I would say is, you know, when you did your Scotland facts, mm-hmm. they were light, they were entertaining, they were breezy. These are you've started. Controver- off- we did say that this is going to be the most controversial episode of Tom Month. Okay. Hashtag Tom Month. There's controversy. Uh, controversy. Yeah, f- I mean, fine. I mean, that that sounds horrible. Um, I in no way find that funny. Um, you know. That seems like a right bloody ordeal. I don't it's not feel, something I can get behind. I don't feel like there's really that many super funny Scientology facts. Let's find some. We'll find one by the end of this. Uh, so anyway, uh, what, what are your standard questions? We've had one Scientology fact. Okay, what's your favourite... I want to separate these two things out. His best performance in a film and his best film. Right, so what's your favourite film that he's in? Um... Just answer. All right, Top Gun. Okay. It's it's my it's my first. Bay lad. Well, it's yeah, Michael. It's not Michael Bay. It's Tony Scott and right. Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer produced it, right? And it's got that weird Don Simpson blue orange look. I mean, yeah, sure. It, it is. You know, I'm sure Michael Bay probably did have something to do with it somewhere along the line. He might have been like a second unit director, or he's directing the uh, follow up, right? Is that true? Uh, or is it Jerry Brookheimer? Jerry Brookheimer's not a director, he's a producer. I know. Well, you obviously don't, or else you wouldn't have said that, would you? I also kind of don't care. It's Because uh, it's all going to be the same. Joseph Kaczynski. In Top Gun, Maverick. Who also directed Tron Legacy and Oblivion. Right, tell me about Top Gun. Why do you like it? Um, the... The action sequences, the flight sequences are just absolutely next level. Wow. Um, <laughs> I got bogeys all over me. Yeah, they're, they're just, it's just brilliant. And like, uh, it's so of my time. Van Halen. So I'm an, I'm an 80s child. And that was like a pretty big film around my, my childhood. I was an 80s child. But late 80s. So this was... Late 80s. This was, yeah, it was just a film that I... I loved when I was little, even watching it sort of in recent years. It's just so impressive what they've done with the the actual aerial photography that I know if they're making a sequel, I just hope that they didn't use any any CG um, because what they managed to do in Top Gun was that impressive that sure. I think you'd, you'd know instantly that it, it wasn't as good mm-hmm. because they were using CG. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like I'd like them to kind of go the way. Well, actually, saying that, I mean, they they did most of Mad Max Fury Road with Tom Hardy. Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad so Max. they did a lot of that practically, didn't they? Yeah. But then reason. augmented it with CG. Reality. They augmented it with reality. Yeah, they augmented it with reality. But but that's right. I wouldn't want them to go the other way around where they're they're doing a lot of CG and. You know, they will. no no plane ever leaves the ground like I imagine in 
Independence Day resurgence or whatever it's called, I imagine most of the flying sequences and that were just done in a in a simulator somewhere. So that's my one that's my one reservation. I hope that they stick to real real flight. Okay. Okay. My favourite film of his is either Born on the Fourth of July. Why? And I think that's his best role as well. Is that where he's got no legs? Yeah, he plays Ron Kovic, who's a, um, a Vietnam vet who wrote a book about his return to America. And, he's and how he heals animals and treats them and stuff like that. Mm, that's not really dealt with in the film. I don't know if it's in the book. Well, he's a vet, I mean, so... <laughs> that's not really in the book. Uh, yeah, so it's it's quite harrowing, true. Actually, conversely to our chats in the other podcasts about me saying Hollywood just dolls up the war. Yeah, uh, this is one of the first films where they really don't go hard on the Vietnam thing, and they mm. they make the point that this man had everything in front of him, and then he went off to war. And yeah. in in fairness, at the start of the story, he was all for the war. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. and then he comes back and obviously he's readjusting to his, new, reality. his new circumstances yeah. and I remember watching it probably far too young mm. and him attempting to have sex with a prostitute um, after he's lost his legs is kind mm. of um, quite quite full on yeah. I, I don't mean full on like wow I, yeah. mean, I mean it's quite full on erotica it's quite, it's quite hard, hard he was watch. quite hard <laughs> yes uh, the other film so that's probably my favourite performance of his but uh, I also think he's good in The Firm okay have you seen that? no it's very good it's very paranoid mm. and uh, it turns out that his law firm that he's moved to another area to get a new house new life they're looking after him very well it turns out that he's uh, found himself in a lot of, a lot darker more clandestine scenario than he ever thought he was yeah and uh, it's interesting because the inner workings of that law firm and the surveillance and paranoia and everything probably quite like Scientology <laughs> okay uh, so those are mine yeah What's your favourite acting role of his? As in, that he's been best at acting in? Yes. That's what um, I was saying Born on the Fourth of July was for me. Yeah. I I guess, I mean... Uh, I mean, I want to say Magnolia. Okay. Yeah, because, he's very good in that. Because... He's crazy. Yeah, he's kind of crazy. And again, maybe a little bit like his... You know when he's doing like his his Scientology speeches, he's quite yeah 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 he's quite verbose and so it's interesting that some of the roles that we picked out are ones that are closest to what his real life personality might be. Yeah, so I feel that like he's quite good at that because maybe this sort of motivational speaker. So in this, he plays like a motivational speaker, like a self help kind of guru yeah. guy, but he he swears hell a lot. Uh, in fact. I've got the stats here. <clears throat> okay, um, so that's swear stats. It gets a seven out of ten on on the what book. for for swearing. Okay, I imagine like some like pulp fiction would probably be maybe a ten. I don't know. Okay, um, so there's forty fucks, sixteen asses, thirteen of those with hole on the end. Sixteen asses. How many? Thirteen with holes. thirteen with holes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
three are just never going to do a number two. Nine cocksuckers, five dicks, and at least one use each of tits, bitch, whore, and slut. One use each. So every castman <laughs> says all of those words. Oh, you've words. done this joke in the very first episode. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a there's a hell of a lot of uh, Tom Cruise swearing in this film, which was which was kind of like one of the uh, selling points of the film. Everyone's like, "Hey, you know, squeaky clean Tom Cruise, old old squeaky." Uh, like he's in he's in Magnolia, and he says "fuck" mm-hmm. lots. And I think what's I think interesting that is true. that that breaks um, what was a standard for him for a long time. But he also did a couple of other things that were sort of PR stunts. Well, not PR stunts, but but basically image-changing roles that yeah. helped kind of change the perception of him. So he was the fat guy in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And he was also in um, Austin Powers. Gold member. Yeah, in roles that made you think, oh, hey, he does have a sense of humour. Yeah. But those are about 10 years ago now. Yeah. So I think he's in need of a bit Another of a boost. One. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of... Hey, look, he's actually on a level. Bit of a booster seat. Yeah. He's in need of a lift. Yeah. Or two. Uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, those are my questions. I do have this other one that you're like, what does that even mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What's his best transformation? Well, it's going to be um, Tropic Thunder, Les Grossman, because, you know, he's... As as it was reported, unrecognisable in the role, so he's obviously heavily prosthetic to write up. Mm-hmm. Um, playing so a, he didn't pack the pounds on. No, he didn't pack the pounds on. It no, so he's not willing to go as far as Tom Hardy then. No, no. Uh, he's, he's not going to. He's not one in those creaky bones when he's older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So big hands, hairy, sweaty. Yeah, I mean, it's a transformation. Mine is probably uh, Vincent from Collateral. Not only because he looks like Richard Gere, yeah. but also he... Great hair. Silver Fox. He's a bit Schofield. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he kind of looks a little bit stupid. But I think the transformation I'm talking about is from face to heel. He, he's a good guy who's gone You're bad guy. You're a good guy. guy. You're a good guy. He's, he's gone bad guy, and I think it's the first time he did that. In Magnolia, he was. Was, he, exactly a, was nice he a baddie guy. in Interview with the Vampire? I mean, he was a vampire, so I assume that he probably ate people. You're racist. Vampires don't have a choice. Oh. So. Anyway, it's his first big bad guy role. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm going to chalk that up. Okay. As. Fine. And I thought he was good at it. I yeah. actually liked him. more Would you like to see him more in more bad guy roles? I mean, I know he kind of plays bad guy roles outside of film but I mean would you like to see him play more yeah. bad guy roles inside of film inside film <laughs> whose film anyone's like a, just a baddie you didn't fall, it doesn't matter uh, yeah I think he would have been good as um, no, no this is not necessarily a baddie but I think he'd be good as the air traffic controller from um, Aftermath with Arnold Schwarzenegger I think he would have been better as Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise in the Arnold Schwarzenegger story. <laughs> yeah. Except they actually uh, digitally layer on my accent of Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. onto his just performance. Wanted to say sorry. I just wanted you to say sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So cool. I've got something in. Well, you more like you have got something in common with Tom Cruise actually. So here's a quote from him. He says, 
Every single time I start to do a picture, without fail, I feel as if I don't know what I'm doing. Now, if you replace film or picture with podcast... <laughs> I thought you were going to say video games. No. Because uh, every time I start working on a video game, I don't know what I'm doing. What is a video game again? What's jump? Um, sure. Do you want another quote? No. You're getting it. So he says... And this is on what he likes about London, England. So you'll like this one because it's your it's your, birth, it's your birthplace. I was born in Aberdeen, Scotland. Yeah, you wanted to be born in London. I love the fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fish and chips. I mean, you had you had chips last night. I mean, the remnants are still behind me. Chips and curry sauce. Chips didn't and know curry when you were sauce. Back. And then you were, you've been number four in all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what was that number four? Wind. All oh, right. Or one point five. That's a one point five. That's yeah. a one point five. Um, the crews are fantastic. It's such a beautiful city. I think he's been shown very few parts of it. Yeah, it is. Some parts are really nice. Some parts aren't, though. Um, and the people are so easy and cool. Would you say that's true? Or do you reckon that's just what people eyes are up, like? Eyes around... open wide awake, mate. You've Come got on, me man. right in front of you. Come on, man. I mean, you've got Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Most people know who he is. Who's going to be a twat to him? I mean, does he ever really experience people being a prick to him? That's well, why, well, why then is he calling it out about London that the people are easy and cool? If the people were easy and cool around the entire universe, then he would not be making a point of that. Well, I want to know where they're not easy and cool, right? Uh, I want to know where they're easy. <laughs> but not cool. Well, they don't uh, okay. have to be cool, just easy. So he says, I like a good curry. I like it hot. And you have great Indian food here also. I like it very spicy. If I'm not sweating, I don't feel like I've had a good Indian food. A good Indian food? I accidentally read that wrong. But, um, <laughs> but he says, if I'm not sweating, I don't feel like I've had good Indian food. Okay. Which I think is, you know, pathetic. Well, not all Indian food has to be really spicy, does it? No, as long no, as it's no. got a good flavour. Good flavour. it's fine. But there you go. There's a Tom fact. I think it's the best Tom fact of the episode. He loves a good spicy curry. Yeah. He likes it to give him the sweats. And he probably likes it on the way out as well. He doesn't name <laughs> it though. And I think you've got to know which curry that you like. So if he went, I love a fowl. Yeah. Or. I'd have been like, I like a jabroni. Ma- like a madras. Yeah. Well, well what's, what's the hottest curry you go to then? I mean, the fowl. I mean, I think that's maybe, maybe an invention yeah. of over here for the kind of. I like a spicy curry so they've kind of made one that's ridiculous I don't think people actually really genuinely like it or eat it um, there's vindaloo no one really eats that although my dad has it sometimes yeah I prefer flavour over spice I'm just me sure. too and I think the perfect combination is a dansak because it's both spicy and tasty so I, I feel I feel Tom Cruise is showboating here I think yeah. he's basically saying Oh, bloody, I can do it. I can handle it. I can handle spice. I want to see him eat one. I want to see him eat a spicy curry, right? I want to see him eat... <laughs> Shower of punches from Conor McGregor. <laughs> Why Conor McGregor? I don't know. It just, just came to mind. Okay. Eat his words. Uh, right, okay. So I thought that maybe I would run through his films and try and get one word responses from you on them. How long have we been recording for? Uh, an hour and ten minutes. So we've got about 10 minutes left. Yeah. Um, 
But there was also the question that you had, which was, can you separate Scientology from him? And should we go through that first? Mm. Well, actually, what I was, what more the question was is, can you, yeah, can you separate the off-screen Tom Cruise with the enjoyment of his movies? And I think, it's, well, like it's I said, fairly, for the last ten years, it's pretty much been the same thing. Well, it's fairly hard to watch a lot of the interviews with Tom Cruise and not sort of feel a little bit of worry for him. Worry? Well, just like, you know, are Mild you okay? Are you so what okay? I was saying when you first brought that up was that he uh, has been interviewed on various different things where he's asked questions specifically about movies, movie techniques, mm-hmm. movie approaches, references, other films yeah. that he likes. Um, and it sounds like he's got a degree of knowledge about those things that's actually interesting to yeah, listen yeah. to. But we listened to another interview just before this. And they were just drilling down into his philosophies. Well, the, about... the guy basically kissed his ass for the first 20 minutes about how his life was great. And yeah. then after that, he started asking more pointed questions about Scientology yeah. and psychiatry and the use of drugs. Yeah, now, leading ma- him down a bit of a... He, he made a good point about the use of drugs, which is that it probably masks something that is more for deep, certain people, deep, yeah, deep-seatedly yeah. problematic, right? Um, but b- besides that, he was just saying, I don't believe in that actually even... He's saying it's a pseudoscience, yeah. and from a Scientologist and Dianetics point of view, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. Sorry. Can you change retarded for, like, stupid? Can you just say, that's fucking... That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's... Uh, it was annoying because it got to the point where the um, interviewer was just asking a question, then he would rebut it in a, yeah. another way. And they would just keep saying, Matt, Matt, what you need to understand is, what you don't understand yeah. is, Matt, Matt, Matt. Mm. And it just went round and round in circles. And it's kind of annoying because I know he's probably got a lot of interesting things to say but getting him into life chat is well boring yeah but it, it kind of makes I mean he does he does make a few headlines with his crazy sofa jumping I mean that's antic, about seven or eight years ago there is, there is I suppose but I mean it's hard for those things to go away isn't it I mean you can only make so many good films and and overlook that and you do you know I mean obviously nobody Feels like he's just had his head down and got on with it for quite a while, though. Yeah, but then. But what? What do you reckon about his other halves? So he's been romantically linked with Kidman, Cruz, as in Penelope Penelope. Cruz, Katie Holmes. Yeah. Someone else now. Well, I mean, I guess look, you you watch the the documentaries going clear and. the Louis Theroux documentary and you know do whatever reading you want on the internet about that listen to Joe Rogan and it, yeah and, and like there's no doubt about it that there's a lot of like pretty disturbing things out there that are alleged that have happened or how they feel and you know it is disturbing no doubt about it but you know only only they know I suppose and that comes back to can you put that to one side and still enjoy his movies and for me personally yes I can however I I don't particularly love Tom Cruise outside of his movies but I quite like him as a charismatic actor in them uh, so. do you want a Scientology fact? go on 
The church spied on Nicole Kidman at Tom Cruise's request. That sounds like an allegation, not Nicole a fact. Kidman's father was a psychologist, a profession the church isn't too fond of. So they reportedly began spying on her. Reportedly. Right. Okay. Allegedly. At one point, the church supposedly wiretapped Kidman's phone. All of this ultimately helped lead Cruise and Kidman to their divorce. Well, I can imagine that, that that's true. Sure. Do you want another one? Yeah. Um, Scientology Scientologists believe that L. Ron Hubbard discovered their religion through scientific methods, not through revelation. Right, okay. Uh, sure. In his he thera- was just messing around with a Petri dish one day. <laughs> oh! Here bloody, it, bloody hell! Here it is! The souls um, are in the volcanoes all along. Yeah, so Scientologists believe that their souls have lived on other planets prior to living on Earth. A person cannot progress until aberrations from previous lives are cleared. Yeah. And this notion of clearing has something to do with almost like a computer clearing its data yeah. um, of a flawed... Fragmented hard drive. Yeah, yeah, defrag. Defrag. So once you defrag your soul, You've you're okay. Clear. But you can never fully go clear, right? There's always another partition of the hard drive to sort out. What's the name of that pregnancy test? Clear... Clear view. Clear blue. Yeah, something like that. Clear view. Yeah. We've got a clear view that I am pregnant. <laughs> okay. And I'm. You've got one red line. And it's You're jun- not pregnant. Junior. Yeah. I'm pregnant. So can you can you separate? I mean, can you look forward to a Tom Cruise film? Sure, I haven't done for quite a long time though. You're looking forward to the movie. No. So you've gone. You've gone on record as saying that you're up for it. No, I said that the first half of it that looks like a Mission Impossible film where he just plays himself again. Yeah. Looks good. I'm up for it. Yeah. Second half, where you don't know what the rules for the mummy are. Right. Like, what's its jury, special powers? The jury's out. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm just not. I'm really not it, up for that. What can it like, do? Like, what's in your box of tricks? If you've got an assassin coming after you, you know the parameters. They can shoot a gun or they can try poison, and foil you somehow. That. Yeah, okay, it's not the 50s, but sure. Um, <laughs> poison dart. <laughs> Why would they not just shoot it from a gun rather than a pea shooter? Well... We're sending the world's top less, assassin. Less noise. He also has the biggest lung capacity in the world, so he can fire his gun. <laughs> Over dart. 50 metres. Um, but yeah, like, you kind of understand the parameters. <laughs> I mean, sorry, the, the, the straw is 50 metres long. It just hyperextends. Um, it rests upon the neck of the target, and it just blows <laughs> up. <laughs> Slowly slides down the tube and... <laughs> Barely pricks the skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so you got Tom Cruise doing his run with his head bobbing yeah. down the street like <laughs> and then there's just some mummy lady walking behind him sort of elevating stuff elevated off the street like just tearing buildings down behind them yeah conjuring sort of some sort of face weird CG sand face what the hell sand face athlete's <laughs> face um yeah, but I just think, well, what's the point then? Like, why is she destroying buildings like in rows, yeah. like in 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 uh, boulevards, back, yeah. like one by one by one, rather than just going? I'll oh, tell you what, why don't I just take out the street in front of me and take him out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seems stupid. And and there seems to be like extras from the music video for Thriller hanging onto a an ambulance. Okay. As well, so. I haven't seen that specific. And also, he seems to have multiple irises. Irises. Yeah. Okay, all the films that he's ever been in. Well, not quite, but quite a few. One word responses. Top Gun. Great. The Colour of Money. 
Great. Yeah, that's uh, Scorsese. Great. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cocktail. Can't be asked. Rain Man. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, love fine. It. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like it. Born in the Fourth of July. But I don't. I don't think he's the standout in that film. I actually think he's a lot better than people. People always remember um, Dustin Dustin Hoffman's performance, but I actually think he's pretty good. Okay, and I think Nicole Kidman's in that, isn't she? Maybe I don't know. She's certainly in Days of Thunder. Not seen it. That's uh, good. Uh, Born on the Fourth of July. Y- you've already mentioned that one. Yeah, no. But what's your thoughts? Don't know. You've not seen it. No. Okay, just admit that. Okay, fine. A few good men. Like me and you, and who else? Sure, the firm. I've seen the Gary Oldman one about the the hooligans. That's good. <sighs> Twat. The firm's great. Interview of the vampire. The Vampire Chronicles. Goth film. Right. So, I like. I heard. You know, we talked about the Mandela effect before. Yeah. People say, an interview with the vampire. Or at vampire. Or interview with a vampire. Yeah. Right, and they claim that it was that way around, but yeah. it's actually interview with the vampire. Yeah. Right. Well, what I find even more confusing is that apparently the original film was titled in such a way that it seems like the sequel to itself. It's called the Vampire Chronicles. Yeah, interview colon. interview with the vampire colon the Vampire Chronicles. Interview with the vampire colon. <laughs> okay, so can you tell me exactly how you process all the blood? <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, so what happens is, um, you know, we plop, get the... Plop, 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 We get the blood from the mortal, uh, and we transfer it into immortal uh, nutrients that we need. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that entire second thing after the colon is, I never knew that was there. Mission Impossible, first one. All right. Literally just okay. Okay. I thought it was fine, but it was one of the first things I saw in the cinema. Okay. Ever. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Went with my dad and some friends. Magnolia. Yeah, good. Yeah, I really liked it. Vanilla Sky. Not seen it. Mission Impossible 2, shit. Is it? Yeah. Crap. John Woo, awful. Yeah, okay. Uh, I remember having dial-up, like AOL dial-up. Ding, 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 ding. Like that shit. And and like, Mission Impossible 2 was the first trailer for a film that I ever watched on YouTube and it took about two hours to buffer uh-huh. and it looked amazing I was like this is killer and then when I went to see it in cinema so back to my list now is it? yep fucking hell uh, Minority Report good concept execution no execution no <laughs> Last Samurai <laughs> not seen it Okay, I thought that was all right, but I mean, white man in just uh, unnecessary circumstances. Yeah. I think. Uh, collateral. Not as good as I think people make it out to be, I'm afraid. Like, I, I actually quite like it. I think visually it's great, but it's uh, not amazing. Other Mission Impossibles? Three's okay. Yeah. I've not seen past three, but three I felt was all right, a couple of cheesy moments. Once they start getting Simon Pegg in, I think he's a little bit burr. But, um, burr. <laughs> Burr. Uh, Lions for Lambs. Have you just missing out War of the Worlds there? No, it's still on the list. Is it? Okay, Lions for I Lambs. I don't even know what that is. Right, it's got Meryl Streep and Robert Redford, so you'd think that's probably got some clout. But I know nothing about it. We should probably check it out. Yeah. War of the Worlds. I like it, but it's got one or two moments in it that just kind of a head smashing and 
into the table stupid stupidity where Tom Cruise's son basically runs into a into a alien Armageddon firestorm. A uh, alien. A uh, alien or certain firestorm inferno and and Tom Cruise is like nah no, don't do it. Don't run into the alien firestorm tornado. And, and basically he's like, no, I'm doing it. I've got to help out. And this is just the dude, like a sort of skatery guy with a haircut similar to mine. With no weapon, no armour, just a kind of Vans, Vans trainers, you know, jeans and a Shit jacket. From and like, I'm going to help out. I'm going to help. No, you're not. You're going to get killed. And he, and basically, like, he runs into this thing. And there's no way that you could survive this this fireball. There's absolutely no way. But then he turns up at the end of the film anyway. As if he's... And, and I just thought it was a bit of a cop-out. Okay. Um, I mean, these were one more I mean, responses. look, actually, I think it's a... I, I quite like it. I think it's good. I think okay. it's a good film. And, like, it's good Spielberg. How do, how do you think it compares and, to Keanu in The Day the Earth Stood Still? It's better than that. Is it? Yeah, it's a good, it's good build up. It's a, and it's got some really good tense scenes, like when they're trying to get on the ferry, and there's the whole kind of fight over one single gun, mass panic, and then they're all on the ferry, and the tripods are fucking the ferries up, making that sound. I, I think it's a good film, but it's just got a couple of. I mean, in fairness, that's what, silly moments. that's what ferries sound like anyway. Yeah, true. They didn't Brrr. know whether it was aliens or ferries, so. But yeah, I actually think it's I think it's really good. Um, apart from a couple of stupid moments that I find it hard to look past. Sure, uh, that was also the start of his uh, movie obsession, like in Jack Reacher, of like riding a Ford Mustang around. Mm. I've not seen Jack Reacher. I think it's quite good actually. Okay. Uh, Tell he, me why you think it's good. But he is very much just Tom Cruise. He's not Jack Reacher the character. Tom Cruise in a situation, but yeah. he doesn't. Supposedly, he doesn't use money. I mean, sorry, he doesn't use credit cards. He doesn't use the internet. He doesn't use a phone. He's off the grid. He's untraceable. Yeah, but he's none a ghost of that, in the night. He's a shadow. None of that's character. That's just things a man things. does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your character? Well, you don't use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm untraceable. Oh, yeah. And that's my whole shtick. Um, Valkyrie. Oh, uh, yeah, like I, I mentioned to you this... I mentioned to you this earlier. I haven't seen it because I was just taken aback by the uh, the use of English in a film primarily about the the Third Reich. I thought it was fine. It's, it's a little bit. Tom just Cruise is do the it. Do it in German, attention. please. Do it in German. You don't have the patience for subtitles, you retard. You don't have the patience for subtitles. It's <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do take three of that insult? You don't have the patience for subtitles, you idiot. Uh, uh, I do. I Old Boy is one of my favourite films. What, the remake with Josh Brolin? <laughs> no. You watched the remake in the, the original the so that you could like the original? Shut up. Uh, Oblivion. Not seen it. thought it was quite good. It was the much better version of Will Smith's weird... After Earth. Yeah, After Earth thing. M. Night Shyamalan's, Will Smith's, Jaden Smith's... Weird Scientology film. Is it? I don't know, I think so. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Edge of Tomorrow? Live uh, slash live. die slash repeat slash share slash agree. Re- yeah, good up until the last ten minutes where it kind of had an unnecessary wrap everything up in a nice way. Everyone's out alive. I, kind I of. quite liked it. Did you feel they kind of copped out with the end? I can't remember. Everyone lives. Sure. No, no, nothing's at stake anymore. 
kind of meh. I can't remember. I like I like this trend of films being brutal these days, like Life and Alien Covenant, where they and Layer came. Cake. <clears throat> yeah, and Layer Cake. Well, that's not recent. No, it's not. But we watched it last night, so it it's recent. Count. Um, so where they're sort of ending with a a kind of gut punch. They're punching you in the gut on the way out of the cinema. They're like. Ugh! that should be a thing that we do the the robot cop that looks after the cinema should gut punch anyone on the way out when they've been misbehaving yeah and since it's robocop he basically <laughs> destroys their Intestines. either guts or vampire colon. womb uh night slash day now we watched the trailer for this I think it looks terrible and it's like a sort of sexist version of um Mr and Mrs Smith right but I just think it looks fine but it looks like the film that James Mangold made and nine or ten others that are actually good like Copland and Copland Copland this is kind of one that probably just needed a little bit of money okay Eyes Wide Shut I didn't like it I rated it I I mean it's certainly not the best Kubrick film by a long long way but I thought it was it looked great it had a nice tone that was dark and weird there's a lot of sexual scenes in there yeah and there's a lot of um, but they were not meant to titillate or arouse pissing in yeah. full view in fact the love scene's actually quite devoid of love as I, there is very little moaning and essentially no intimacy I'd quite like to do an episode of Nicole Kidman fine uh, eyes wide shut yeah okay have you seen Rock of Ages well have a guess no Okay. You are correct. Let's do an episode on Nicole Kidman and an episode on Rock of Ages because I think we should watch that together <laughs> and hold hands. <laughs> okay, I think that's it for me. I think that's it f- from me, really. Um, so that's it from him, and it's certainly it from me. And that's a that's a notification to say stop podcasting. Right, it's, it's not, but. Okay, if you want to get in touch, go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film and leave some messages, comments, likes, shares. Uh, if you just Live, agree, laugh, that would be agree. amazing. Live, laugh, die, repeat. Um, email us via our website by going to the contact page at guysonfilm.co.uk or just email us if you can remember guysonfilmpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, just get involved. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, do that and thanks for thanks for listening. I mean I think we've when, when did we release our first one? Was it October time or August time? Yeah, but I think it was this time last year that we were doing our original recordings. Nah. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, so I mean we're you know, we're Summer, summer, summer. We're still summer. we're still doing it. Um and thanks if you're still if you're still listening, if you're still kind of enjoy it, I mean you know, we don't enjoy recording it. So, and I think that we hide obvious. we hide that quite well. Uh, there's a lot of animosity going on here. Um, we're always inches away from a full blown battle. Um, what the hell? What the hell? Uh, can you find the screen? Uh,